The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover a positive path for spiritual living. Welcome to Voices of Unity with Rev. Jackie Fernandez, Rev. Skip Jennings, and Faith Rivera. Welcome to another episode of Voices of Unity. I'm Rev Skip. I'm Rev Jackie. And I'm Faith Rivera. How are yes, you guys? You are. <laughs> welcome, welcome back Just to another stellar, another stellar <laughs> time of friendship and conversation and exploration and, you know, danger, right? <laughs> we, we missed you last week, Rev Jackie. Oh, thank you. I missed you all, man. It's, you know... <laughs> You all know because we've each had to miss a week here and there, and it's right. like, oh, you feel it, you feel it. This is oh, this is just such a time of filling my cup, and you yes. know, yeah. So yeah. it's good to be back. It is good to have you back. Um, just shout out to Harold Payne. What an amazing show that yes. Faith and I got a chance to hang out yes. with Harold Payne, and that yes. was an experience. I won't forget it. Faith, Faith, what about you? Was that a great experience for you? Oh, he's he's always the real deal. And it's funny, for all these years we've known each other, I think we said we, we've known each other for two decades. So crazy. <laughs> yeah, there's always another song, another story. You know what I mean? He hasn't told me. So I think it's a great transition to this month, August, where we're really diving into the healing, transformative power of these songs and chants that we've been blessed with that I know I personally have used. And in fact, we all share that in common, our love for this kind of music that lifts us up. So, uh, yeah, Harold and this month is going to be, yeah, it's all all good. (laughs) It's all gravy at this point and whipped cream. How's that? Yeah. (laughs) Gravy and whipped cream? I don't know if I like that combination. Oh, not together. Oh, I'm thinking mixing it all together, no. put a little whipped cream on the gravy. No, no. girl, I, I can't roll with that. It's sorry. No. I mean, you, so. can say bi- you can say biscuits and gravy, and that oh, works, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> Yo, pass me a biscuit. We don't do that in Hawaii. So maybe mine is, what do we eat with gravy? Some crazy Filipino dish. I don't know. Adobo. Right. I don't know. <laughs> 
Well, gravy is great on grits. I don't know. Y'all know what a grit? Yes. Do you know what a yes. grit is? doesn't know what a grit is, I yo. Heard it. Wait, 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 wait. I mean, I know what grits is, but I have never pondered what, in fact, is a grit. <laughs> but I know about the grits and the cheesy grits and the grits with hot sauce, but grits, what's a grit? It's a whole grits other show. One grain of grits. It takes one grit or many grits, <laughs> many grits to make up grits. I'm dying. I'm dying. I just never considered. I mean, I suppose, well, like rice, rice. It's just rice. It doesn't have a singular plural. You don't say rices, right? But we always say grits. So I never considered that you could just have a grit. But why would you? Why would you have a grit? (laughs) One little grit. I think we need to to go back to biscuits and gravy. (laughs) Yeah, we will. This is spectacular content, guys. Yes. Sometimes we just got to laugh it out. It's like we're talking about (laughs) healing. We're talking about healing, music being the healing force, and but laughter, laughter. is very important. And then Hello. We, won't, we won't bring our guests in yet, but I want to say something. And doing my <laughs> research about her, she loves comedy. So laughing and music. Hello, yes. what's up, y'all? We we're laughing and we're yes. talking about music this month. <laughs> and the grit, the one grit. <laughs> but now I want to say we're talking about musics. We're going to be yeah. all about the musics. <laughs> really? Reverend Jackie. Oh really, God. really? Oh, I love We're you We're out of control. We're out okay. of control. We are. Really? It is. I missed you. I missed you so much. I know. Well, okay, I, I had incredible experience today. It was my first day back on a normal schedule teaching um, uh, yoga at Equinox in California. And um, there was only three people in class. And when I left the class before the pandemic, there was, you know, 30 to 40 people in class. And I went back to the same time spot and there were three people. And I just realized I hit play on the music and I realized, oh, I'm here for these three people who said yes to coming out of their homes. Um, Part of this experience for me has been around how can I use music in a more effective way, in a more prolific way, especially when it comes to yoga or when it's coming and bringing people back out of their homes. And music has to be a part of that. It is a part of that that journey back out of our homes into um, our community. And Reverend Jackie, you have a great music department. Y'all be getting down with the get down at, oh, your, yeah. at your church. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got a trio. Fred Albers, who's been at Unity Church of Overland Park forever, 30 plus years. And, uh, you know, he's grown up there. He was hired as an assistant piano player. And then um, uh, Reverend, now Reverend Richard Held was the music director at the time. And he's minister up in Washington now, Washington State. Um, And Fred stepped in and has been the music director. And so, I I mean, it's... and to be in a, an environment where you've got someone who's had that kind of tenure is amazing. I mean, and he is such just, he's a guru, you know, he does mm. his spiritual work and he brings musicians in who, you know, are just salt of the earth. I mean, they are the whole deal, the whole package, you know, and so it's a real gift. It is a real gift. I wanted to add something about Fred because I think it, 
you know, I've known him as an amazing musician. And then through the years, when I saw him dive into his spiritual path, which I think was always there, but now it's coming to the forefront. I mean, that's what's exciting about, you know, the artists, the guests that we have coming this Mm -hmm. week is what we were saying is music. What you were saying, Rev Skip, of the the music is so much more than just, you know, an MP3 you've downloaded. It's really a mode um, of, I mean, for me, of our spiritual life. And so for Mm -hmm. Fred to hear the richness, you hear a difference when a person goes deeper. So. That's well, exciting. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, as a minister, you know, also I'm a musician. And yes, as a minister, you, you know, the music is as much. I mean, sometimes you know, the song plays that's played right before my talk. I, there's nothing left to say. Like it's been exactly. said. But the music is as much part yeah. of opening hearts and setting that spiritual experience as, you know, as the talk. And I had one of my congregants say to me, you know, I'm sorry, but the music is 51% of the reason I'm here. And I said, me too. (laughs) Me too. For some of us, the music is the reason why we come. And I remember being at Agape and going, you know what, there was a time where it was so much about the music ministry. And of course you've been there and I'm sure our guest has been there as well. Singing at Agape was an event. If you got on stage and Ricky allowed you to get on stage, you brought it. And it was the music that brought 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 down brought down the the walls that allowed me to really receive love. Ricky Byers, man, she transformed my life. And I remember at one point when I was becoming a minister, and she was like, "I hope you're going to sing in the middle of your sermon." And I was like, "I'm never going to do that because I don't have that voice." And and when when I did it, one of my very First, before I actually was a reverend, before my first, one of my first ones I did, I sang in the middle of my, I brought back an old school hymn from the Baptist Mm -hmm. church, and I can't remember what it was, but it just opened myself up and everyone else. Yeah. So, you know, music, if the music ain't rocking, the pews ain't filled, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, for sure, for sure. Absolutely. Yes. You know, this um, this last Sunday, we had uh, Danny Cox, who is well-known in the country. He's also in the Kansas Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and mm-hmm. uh, but he's originally out of Ohio, and his long music career. Um, and But when I, when I bring him to church, whenever we do music together, and this was his first time at my particular spiritual community, but whenever I have him, I have him sing the song, and you're going to know why I'm saying it. I am so blessed. By yes. <laughs> because... Like, so if I had written that song, which I did not, but Karen Drecker did, if I had written that song, the way he sings it, I'd be like, "Mm, yes, yes, that's, and that's it. And he does that kind of justice to it, to that song. And so I always ask him to sing it and he did it. And it just, because he brings his own truth to, to that statement, I am so blessed. Um, But, and because he knows it. Everybody in the room knows it for themselves. It's that kind of experience. I want, to ask Faith, I want to ask Faith a question very similar to that because I heard there was one time that Ricky was listening to someone sing and I was sitting next to her listening to someone cover her song and she goes, I will never sing that song again. And I went, what? That was just perfection. That was how the song was meant to be sung. So I'm going to ask Faith, have you ever had that experience of something that you've written and you've heard someone cover it and you're going, wow, there it is. Uh... (laughs) Oh, my God. No, there have been. There have been choirs, you know, that have done Stand Together. Or was Mm. it Standing as One? It was the Atlanta 
uh, whatever, choir, Sounds of Light or Choir of Light or something. They did that song. And there was somebody else who did a video. Oh, my. Hello. The what? What is it called? Up Ministry in L.A. that used to to be there. Noriko Olding took Child of This Universe and they made it into a trio singing it. I was like, it's my it's my favorite. I mean, Mm -hmm. I still do the song because my track is so different from their jazz, whatever version. Mm -hmm. But I can I can relate. I can relate to that. And that's what's amazing about music is. I mean, it truly is medicine and it, and it's not just our own. It gets passed on and it's mm-hmm. infectious. So yeah. that's why it's perfect that we have, you know, is it time? Let's do it. It's time. It is time. So we are we are just so excited that um this amazing woman has agreed, you know, to take some time and join us. This is yeah. Karen Drucker. And if you don't know her yet, that doesn't sound like that would be possible. But if you don't know her yet, her her songs and chants have really been the soundtrack, I don't know, of my own personal spiritual, you know, path. And I think for many of us, you guys want to add any more mm-hmm. words? We should just Yeah, I just say if you if you don't know her, it's just that you don't know that you know her. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, her, right. her music is so pervasive and um and you probably have many memories that I was thinking like I was thinking I am so grateful was Faith Rivera for a while until until it was Craig that said no 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 that's Karen and I went Karen who and that was my whole introduction this was my first got to 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 enlighten heart for my internship I was like is that Faith no 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 you need to check out Karen so that's my love affair I want to welcome you into this space Miss Karen I just absolutely love you and i love that you love to make people laugh because i love to laugh welcome to voices of unity gary well you know i don't know how i could quite join the conversation after the grit thing i mean i was thinking i was thinking oh, you're in all it. these spiritual people we're gonna go really deep today and here we are we're talking about is it a grit or a grit music or music that's pretty deep y'all that's pretty deep. right See? You're oh. here for it. You are here for it. Welcome. Yes. Grit, Welcome. I think there's a... Grits, 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 grits. I don't know. There's a song yes. that I can feel. It's a chant. Yes, <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. I love it. You know, but Wait, part of... Part of the eating and food and singing, it's always been a family affair because my brother's a music minister, my mama sing, I sing. So when we get together and my sister-in-law sings and my niece, she directs the, the choir. So when we come together, we eat and we sing. Well, what else? So is welcome there? to the that's family. That's what life's about. <laughs> she reaches <laughs> so over for a snack. That's pretty much what my life has been about. So a lot of eating going on over here. But <laughs> wait, wait. So, I, but I have to ask because Karen, you went straight to the piano and stuff. I had a question about that because, you know, the, some of the songs we've written, we were in a car ride and the lady's telling us a right. story, and then you're just like, we started writing always and always. Uh, all, you know what I mean? And then what else? Um, there was an oh, welcome I baby. Oh, I will, well, I will surrender. I, I will surrender. Remember how we did I will surrender? You can tell them. It's great. We were at Unity Village and David Roth and Faith and I were waiting to go on some show like this. Probably Our, Richard's, Richard McDesey's radio oh, show, I think. That's right. Mm-hmm. You were right. Yeah, that's okay. exactly what it was. And we're sitting mm-hmm. there, we're waiting. There's someone else being interviewed. And David has his uh, computer and he just he just he writes into his computer, he goes, I will surrender to my greatest, highest good. And then puts the puts the computer in front of me and goes, you add the next line. And I'm like, uh, uh, and of course, you know, I've written 9,000 songs, but all of a sudden when you have to do it on the spot, it's like, yes, uh, uh, 
Um, yes. So I will spread it to my greatest size good. I will release any fear because that's the first thing that came up for me. <laughs> it was fear. I'm not going to be good enough. I will release any fear that uh, blocks my way or something. And then, and then I love it. And then he gives it to Faith, and she looks just as terrified as me. And she yes. goes, with every step I take, is taken in pure faith. So she goes, yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. <laughs> but we wrote this whole thing just taking the computer and moving minutes. it around and each person oh. doing a line. And he came up with a little, I don't know, we all just sort of threw in melodies, and it was like written before. And I think when we walked into the studio, we we sang it. We didn't know what we were doing, but we sang it. Oh, just my like God. That. Well, you know, I listen to that song at least once a week. Yeah, I love that song. For years. I mean, it's like like what you did in this little round robin type of put it together before we go on the air kind of thing. It has, you know, real movement. It has a life of its own and, and it makes a difference in my life. Well, that's, that's, what, that's what's happening here with all of you is that, yeah, yes. that movement. When you get people yeah. together, all of a sudden yeah. spirit comes in and, yeah. you know, grits are the thing to talk about. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. Spirit just comes in and you have no idea yeah. what's going to happen. What are we going to say, Faith? Well, sorry, no, that's my question is, are you always that open faucet or open channel? Just always like, you know, the song is always here. Because for me, where I am right now, I, I feel like I've kept it off, right? I'm doing renovation. I have the kids. I'm like, I need to find another way to live. I need to find a way to have it on because I can feel the blockage. So are you just always open? No, not okay. at all. Thanks so much for sharing. <laughs> Bye-bye. Um, no, I'm not. But what I, what I find is that if I allow myself, I mean, this is my spiritual practice is just being yeah. present yeah. Just being present. If I can just wake up every morning and say, I, you know, my, my intention for today is to just be here, just mm-hmm. be present. And when I am, yeah. what happens for me is it's not like songs just immediately come through, mm-hmm. but ideas will. And I always feel whenever I teach a songwriting class, I always say that the difference between me and someone who wants to write a song, but is not doing it is I simply walk around in the consciousness of always having like a little butterfly net And it's like, I can hear someone say something, or I can say something, or I could read something in a magazine, and that little butterfly net goes, oop, song title, oop, song idea, and I just write it. I have little mini scraps of paper all over, and I just collect, I mean, I have these books over here you'd crack up of just a million ideas that I haven't taken the time to do, but I I just write them down, because it could just be some line that just hits me. I just wrote a song with um, Gary Lynn Floyd. A friend of mine said um, they were going through a, a, a whole um, health challenge and they're on the other side of it right now. And this person wrote in, in to all the, all the friends just saying, what I've realized is every step is holy. And I just took that to Gary and went, well, there's a song. You know, so we just wrote this chant, every step is holy, every moment precious. I mean, it was just this really sweet little chant. But I looked at that line and went, song title. Yeah, it's 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 very much like the lyrics of your song, I Will Surrender, because I truly believe that the faucet is always running. God never withholds any creativity, any love, any energy from us. It's never withholding. And right. when we surrender to what Deborah Johnson talks about, the sacred yes, I'm diving deep into this book. And what are we saying yes to? Not to doing anything. We're saying yes to my connection with God. That's where the yes is. And the yes is in the beginning and the yes is not at the end. All of us want to say yes at the end of something. It's at the very beginning. And when we're surrendered to that sacred yes, 
all the ideas keep flowing through and it's always been there, but it's, I surrender, I surrender, I surrender. Well, and with Faith, with you talking about renovations and cleaning and this, you know, all the kind of stuff that you're doing, I actually get my best ideas when I'm cleaning, when I'm organizing, when I'm doing all the stuff that has nothing to do with music. Because it's like, you know, all of a sudden, like what he just said, it's like you just make yourself available that whenever it's supposed to happen, it happens a lot when I walk or when I'm swimming. I mean, what my favorite story, I have to just tell you, this just cracks me up. I'm swimming. I'm One of the things I do for fun is I, I do long distance swimming in the bay. And so I'm, I've been swimming in the San Francisco Bay for a million years. And I, this was right after 9-11. And I'm, the only way that I can deal with life is just go swim. And so I'm swimming out in the bay. And I'm, you know, probably about, oh, I don't know, a quarter of a mile from shore. And all of a sudden, and I'm crying in the water. I mean, I'm just processing 9-11. But all of a sudden, I get this download of, um, I'll light a candle for America for the good that's yet to come. I mean, I just get this download of the song called I'll light a candle. And I just thought there's no way I'm going to remember this. So I sprinted to shore. I literally saw a tourist walking along with their, with their phone. And I came up and said, excuse me. Now I'm coming out with, I have schmutz on my face. I've got my you know weird latex caps. I mean, I look just bizarre. <laughs> And I come out and I go, excuse me, um, can I borrow your phone for a minute? And he kind of looks at me like, okay, sure, lady, what do you want? And I just, I just got to call myself. And I call myself and I sing the entire song into my phone machine, give him the phone back and go, thanks so much, and go dive back into the water. And I saw him just kind of go, God. these people in San Francisco are so weird. <laughs> oh, my God, that your commitment. Yeah, your commitment to creativity yeah, yeah, yeah I, you're inspiring me. I'm taking little nuggets yeah. right here because I think I, in my brain, I keep it off, and that's what hurts or makes me feel, you know. And I need to, I need to just write them on the scraps and capture them however I can. And yeah, I mean, thinking, I always have my phone with yeah, me. Just yeah, always have the, that, yeah. you know, that you can just do the little voice memo and just put yeah. it in there. I mean, I just have a million yeah. of these little things because Faith, you're like the most creative person I know. Oh, you know, so it's you. just, it's a matter of just saying, I'm, I'm, I mean, I think we should do a little ritual around, I am now turning it on. Just like, whatever you said <laughs> was off, I'm now turning it on. I need to. Oh my God. Yeah. Thank you. You just did. That's awesome. You know, I think when I'm hearing you talk about it, Karen, I, that just ease of working with what, uh, there's a, tongue, a song title, just recognizing that in the moment. Um, to me, it makes total sense because the lyrics of your chants and your music, they feel like they fell out of my own mouth. You know, it feels like, or, you know, when I'm in a group of people, I get the sense that people feel that way. This, these are my words. And so it's like this ease of, um, of expression. It's, it's so relatable. I did, that's like the power in it. Well, what, what I always say with every concert I do, I always, the first line I say is you get to see what all my issues are because that's what I write about. I mean, all everything that I'm doing in all of my songs is an affirmation to me with whatever I'm going through. Money is coming to me easily and effortlessly. I'm healed, whole, and healthy. I am beautiful. I am prosperous. I mean, whatever it is, I have thin thighs. No, I haven't written a song about that, but maybe I should. Um, but, you know, I just, it's, it's all about just whatever <laughs> I'm going through. So, like, I will be gentle with myself was based on me beating myself up for something and just going, Drucker, you stupid idiot. I can't believe you did this. And I called a girlfriend and just wanted to rant and rave about how stupid I was. And she just said, stop it. 
right there. Would you ever, ever talk to a child the way you're talking to yourself? I will not have you talk to my friend that way. And she just read me the right act. And she said, what would you say to yourself right now? And I just realized, you know, I hung up the phone and I just started rocking myself. Like I just needed to nurture myself. And I just heard, just be gentle, little one. Just be gentle. You're doing the best you can. And I just, you know, in that moment, I just immediately just just started writing. I will be gentle with myself and I'll hold myself like a newborn baby child. Mm. And so if it's relatable, it's because it's what we all go through with being hard on ourselves or or the aspirations that we have or the issues that we have. I'm just I'm just talking to myself. And if people can relate to it, I'm thrilled. But these are all songs for me. Long distance swimmer. Have you been watching the Olympics? Oh, yes, I, I, oh I'm my sweating God. every time I, anyone gets on the blocks. I mean, that was my life. I mean, I never right. qualified for the Olympics, but that was my life all growing up in Hollywood. I was our, I swam our Katie. For, oh, Katie is like people have no idea how right. unbelievable someone like Katie is. And the other thing that I really get upset about is that people have no idea what it takes to get to that level of being there and what it takes to be in that final heat and what it takes to meddle in, in any of these things. Because if you notice the times, they're pretty much all hitting at the exact same time. I mean, they're all coming in at the exact same time, but it's a, a thousandth of a, a thousandth of a, of a second. Of a it's, second. Yeah. It's amazing. It's and, that's, it's and, and I heard one, one person say she was really upset that people are shaming her that it's not a gold and it's a silver. It's, or a bronze. I'm what in the world? That's that human experience. But I, I want to um, talk to you about your comedy because I'm listening to your comedy and it's like going to cabaret. I'm, you know, a New York boy and I love going to cabarets. And it's a very, it's like, you could do this on Broadway. You could have your one woman show on Broadway. It's so well done. Where did you recognize your comedic timing and how did that lead into using it for your music? Uh, Well, uh, the story I always tell is that when I was a kid um, growing up and here I'm just swimming all the time, you know, that's all I knew. But um, when I was growing up, I was a real geeky kid and I was growing up in Hollywood. But I had a mentor who I'm not a mentor, but someone that I looked up to and thought, you know, that's what I want to be when I grow up. That's, you know, that's who is just the coolest thing in the world. And that was Carol Burnett. And so I used to go every Friday. I would stand in line for two hours every Friday and go to the Carol Burnett show, stand in line, go, and I'd get to the, the very first little seat in the front, you know, and I'd watch her just like with these big eyes. And I mean, that's what? Are we wrapping up? Well, that sound is we are going to a break, but we're going to finish okay. the story when you come back, okay? I will do that. We'll be right back with Karen Drucker. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Explore new thought philosophy and a lot more. Welcome back to Voices of Unity.
Quite yummy. <laughs> Quite yummy. And so there is a distinct difference, but your voices sound so similar. I don't know if it's the energy and the love you put behind it. I just hear the, the this beautiful like yumminess that I get from both of you in the same way. So Faith Rivera and Karen, I mean, I just like it sounds like fate to me, but it, yet it's not. <laughs> so it's the feeling tone, the yumminess. So I'm going to say it's the, the divine yumminess that I'm feeling when I'm hearing this divine yumminess, y'all. I love that. <laughs> yeah, you both have like this tone of Earth Mother. Yeah. It's, you know, Ooh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like too. that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, that, it's that authenticity. It's, you know, you're, you both are just the real deal and that comes through. Mm-hmm. So there's that kind of familiarity with it. Well, uh, honest truth for me, Karen, is, I mean, I still, I really aspire to have that clarity in my writing where it's just so relatable. You know, the first song I came out on the scene, which David Alt was so cool. He heard the song in Mary Morrissey. It's called Kumbaya. And I'm so lucky anybody could relate to it. I mean, because I'm speaking in poetry. I'm chanting about... And so it's still been a, you know, I probably just have to study with you or study the songs, but to be able to just say it in plain language that, I mean, that this song, that chant makes you feel so good, you know? Well, and so let's, I'm. Let's write a chant together. Let's just I know. do it together. Oh, I've been of course. Yes. And yes. There you, okay. yes. you do that as well. Faith, your I'm music learning. drops into my soul like Karen. Very like what Reverend Jackie was talking about. It sounds like chants from my mouth, which mm. if there's only one of us here, y'all, is only one of us singing it. Yeah. And that's the divine spirit of God. Yeah. So I got to say this, that Faith and Karen, both of your music really drops out of my mouth that I can pick up the lyrics very quickly and I can sing them as my own. And I can feel the energy that was put into writing that. And Karen, where did that song come from anyway? Well, that but see, what you're saying, Skip, is exactly what my uh, what my mission is, is that I feel like with everything that I write, I mean, especially the chants, uh, what, I, what I've done with, with all my albums, I've, I've done like a chant album, then I would do a song album, then I would do a chant album, then a song, and, and both of them had a few things on each other. I mean, a few songs would be on the chant album, blah, blah, blah. But I've, I've really tried to make it 
be that when you hear a chant of mine, that you can pick it up in one time, just hear it one time and you can start singing. Because the idea of a chant is that it goes into your heart. You're not in your head. You're not thinking about, oh, my God, what's the next line? And uh, I mean, I'm, people are always so scared that they're going to be the one person singing at a place, you know, and, and like everyone stops singing and you're going, ah, you know, so you have to make it easy that people can get it and then they can close their eyes and they can just drop down. And it's all about dropping down. It's all about getting into your heart so that, that those words start working you on a cellular level. So that song in particular means so much to me. And that's why I included it is that that, that's, that little chant was really the, the key to this whole new path that I didn't even realize was my path, which was specifically healing chants for people going through cancer or going yes. through any kind of healing. But that was my mother's mantra when she was diagnosed with cancer years and years ago. She said, I'm not going to be a cancer victim. I'm not going to keep walking around going, I have cancer. I'm going to say every day, I am healed, whole, and healthy. And she would say that every morning, I am healed, whole, and healthy. And I went, well, that's a song and that's a chant for you. So I wrote this chant and recorded it with, you know, with backup singers and the whole bit so that she could listen to that every time she went in for chemo, she'd put on her little headphones and she'd just put that on repeat. So it was this real idea in my mind that while she was infusing her body with these chemicals that were hopefully helping, she was infusing her mind with spiritual positive messages that were working and doing double duty to what that treatment was, was doing yeah. for her. And so I, she said to me, I, she, I think it, you know, it, it, it saved her for quite a few more years, you know, by doing that. But I mean, I, that started me on this path of wow. really looking at what people are going through and what they're feeling I mean, especially yeah. I've had so many friends tell me at two o'clock in the morning when everyone's gone home and they're in their hospital room and their surgery is the next morning, those mm -hmm. gremlins that come in, those little voices that come in of fear. And, and when they've said to me, I just put on, you know, I have faith or healed whole and healthy or joy fills every cell in my body or any of these mm -hmm. chants that I've written specifically for this, they just said it just made the difference that they could just put that on repeat and it would yeah. calm them down. Oh it's not going to take the situation no. away, but no. it's going to calm you down. Yeah. Wait, so we have to thank your mom. That was one of my main questions was to ask you, what was that moment where you knew this music was like medicine and literally was medicine for your mom? And so it's your mom. She's been a part of this journey yeah. and everyone that has been soothed and maybe even their life extended and the quality of their life is you and your mom. That is like that's epic. Karen. It is epic. And, you know, and, and, from that place, uh -huh. I wrote so many songs like this that then I, then I decided, well, I want to market this to yes. hospitals. I want to market this like, cause I would have, people would say, I'm, you know, my friend is going through something. What album has, yeah. you know, the, the song would help. And I just said, well, why don't I put it all together from all my different albums, anything that had a healing message. Yes. So I did heart of the heart of healing number one. And then That's I just a pack. Is that it's, a just, it's a CD? It's a CD oh, it's that's CD. Uh, or it's now on Spotify and all that stuff. Yeah. But I mean, it was just you know like twelve songs that were all about healing, and then yes. they had Heart of Healing two, which was more. Okay. And now I'm working on Heart of Healing three because I got more healing songs. That's beautiful. Because I'm just thinking like if we all just know, and I'm sure it spreads like wildfire. But to say I don't want to call it the cancer pack, but you know what I mean. It, that makes it so clear that here this is going to help your loved one's journey and you. I mean, well, because you know, the other thing, Faith, is that when you when you have someone when someone close to you gets diagnosed, yes, 
Yes. What do we all go through? We want to do something. Yes. We want to help in some way. We want to buy them something or give them something or, you yeah. know. And so uh, that's why those two albums are really my best sellers because I think a lot of people just feel like, I don't know what to do for you, but maybe this music will help you. And oh, for me, and it, it's that's like the biggest, um, it's just that that heals my heart and fulfills my passion so much. And for a while, what I was doing, and I still do this from time to time, is I was doing uh, custom songs for people going through cancer that you tell me what you need to say to yourself and I'll put a chant around it for you. You know, and so Karen, it's like, you know, it goes beyond cancer. Yeah, oh, heartbreak no, it's is not, it's heartbreak. Just healing. It's just it's, anything it's you're going healing. through, mental or physical. Yeah, I have, uh, you know, I, I have the honor and privilege to meet people with Reiki healing, and it's been virtual. Also doing crystal bowls, and that's part of of the modality I work in. And people have come to me and saying, "Well, I'm experiencing this ailment, cancer. We say it's cancer, but I know it's something deeper." I know this is healing something deeper. So my question to you is, where have you healed yourself through your own music? Oh, that's a really, that's, boy, that's a, no one's ever asked me that question. What a great question. We go deep here. We get we down go to the get down. It's not all about grits, people. We go it's not all about grits. grits. <laughs> Cheesy grits. <laughs> Cheesy grits. Actually, someone gave me a present of grits. Maybe I need to go up there for lunch and make some or something. <laughs> Um, you know, I would say it's healed me around self-worth because when I first started singing, I was really bad, really bad. I just couldn't sing my way out of a paper bag. And, you know, I don't know if you all know about my connection to Carol King, that the reason I got into music is because I was the babysitter for her children and she let me borrow her piano when she was remodeling her house. And that's how I started writing songs at 16 years old because it was supposed to be like a month long thing. It was like a year that I had her piano and I started to play. And she said to me, she said, it doesn't matter how well you sing. If you're writing your own songs, it, you know, that's what it's all about. If you write your own songs, it doesn't matter how well you sing. And she said, look at me, look at Bob Dylan. So that became my thing. Like it gave me permission to be bad if I was writing my own songs. Um, but I think what, it, what, what the music has done for me is it's given me this purpose that got me out of my own uh, inner critic, which I have many songs about that, a lot of comedy songs about taming my inner critic, but it it allowed me to feel like, especially with the with the healing songs, it was like get out of your way. This is so not about you and your voice. It's about getting this message out and your love out and your intention out through the words, through your singing, and it really healed me in that way. So that now I'm like, I just I go out there and I just do my thing. And we are so glad you do. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. I want to hear the rest of the Carol Burnett story. So oh. you left us before the break. You left us. You were sitting in the front row, wide-eyed. <laughs> thank you, Reverend Jackie, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Well, so she was just, she, it, that's where the, my comedy came from, was just, I, I, that, I was following in that path. And um, I won't go into it here, but I... Whenever I do a talk, I always do this this whole thing about how I challenged her, challenged her to a Tarzan calling contest. I mean, I got up on stage for the first time in my 
life next to Carol Burnett. I saw all these people like looking at me and smiling and, you know, it was incredible. And I challenged her to a Tarzan calling contest because I had that particular talent back when I was 15 years old. And uh, she was so gracious. She made it like I won, you know, but it was really like looking at her and seeing how she was in the world that I aspired to be that. And I actually started off doing comedy. I mean, I, when I first moved to San Francisco, I was working in comedy clubs. I mean, that's what I was doing. And it was, you know, I was a comedy actress back in Hollywood. I would, you know, be cast in plays and stuff doing that. But comedy was really the first thing that I knew how to do. And it just was natural. It was really easy. But I actually may, it's just, it's a, this is the thing I, I, I always want to say to people is that, you can never know how spirit is going to guide your path because I was on this path of I'm playing clubs in San Francisco. I mean, I was with Dana Carvey and all these, you know, people, but Robin Williams was there at that time. But when I started to succeed a little bit in that world and I saw what that lifestyle was going to be of going out on the road, usually with a bunch of guys staying in some condo, you do your 20 minute set and go home. And it just was like the loneliest, most depressing lifestyle. I thought this is not who I am. And I also was dependent on people booking me. And when I started to realize that if I did music, I was a lot more uh, independent. And how I got into spiritual music is just like even more bizarre. I'm playing private parties. I'm a wedding singer, for God's sakes. I'm making my living. I'm playing clubs. And then I started playing weddings and I'm playing all these private parties. And one of my friends, Melissa Felipe, some of you might know her music. She was playing. I mean, she she was someone I just knew from being in the area and she was on the path and she was the music director of this little church up in Napa, California. And she said, Karen, why don't you come? I have to, I'm going to, you know, go to another church that day. Could you come and sub for me this church? And I'm like, I don't do church. What are you talking about? And she said, and this is when I'm playing blues clubs and rock and roll clubs, you know, at night. And she said, just come and sing a few happy songs, you know, accentuate the positive or something. Just sing a few happy songs. And I just showed up and people weren't throwing beer bottles at me. And I was thinking that maybe this is okay. You know, they're actually listening. And eventually she moved on from that job to another. And I wound up being the music director of this church and the world's just opened up for me of just, you know, doing writing songs with these messages. It was like, I didn't even know this existed. You know, it's so interesting. I think I saw that episode with you and Carol Burnett. It it was aired, right? (laughs) I remember some young girl getting up. Some geeky kid with straight hair and braces and acne. That was me. But it was amazing. (laughs) Amazing. I love that. I've seen that episode. It is you. (laughs) That's amazing. Hey, Karen, where are you um, performing coming up soon? Is there, are you doing something? Uh, Where (laughs) am I performing? In my (laughs) dreams, I'm performing all over the country and people are applauding. Someone gave this to me. Check this out. (laughs) This is a little no button. That's an applause button. So you we know you're like that. a little pathetic when you we walk into a room. Thank sure. you, thank you so much. Oh no, sit down, please. Oh no, I'll do more songs. We have our buttons as well. Nailed it. We have a nailed That's it. Great. That's great. We have it. That was easy. That was easy. We yeah. we have our buttons. We, we got the buttons. 
So to answer your question, I'm doing everything online. I mean, I am doing some. I've started to perform. I did my first talk in music up at CSL Reno last week. I thought I was just going to have a – I was cavelling all over the stage, aside from the fact that I'm teetering on my high heels that I haven't been on in for like a year. <laughs> you had to um, dress up, right? <laughs> I had to dress up. Like, oh, my God, can I fit in my dress? I mean, it was hysterical. <laughs> But I'm doing stuff online. I'm doing uh, classes. I'm doing uh, women's retreats and women's workshops. And I have a women's workshop based on my book. I wrote a book years ago called Let Go of the Shore. And I'm doing a seven-week uh, women's workshop uh, starting in October. So I'm, I've got a few more spaces left for that. But people can just go to my website and just check out everything there. I send out a newsletter once a month with a free song. So that always says what's coming up in the next month. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully it'll be more live coming up. I'm doing a few of those things. But yeah, just thank God for Zoom and thank God for all that. I've, you know, yeah. really just met all these people from all over the world that are now attending my retreats or my workshops because they wow. can. Wow. Yay. Yeah. So everyone has to head over to see all the amazing stuff you're offering. Um, I have to ask you what well, we, we asked Harold and I, I kind of, I think you're going to have the same answer. You know, we asked Harold what's next? What's the, what's the big dream? And, and I think that's, what's great about us is no matter how old we get, we're always like onto the creativity is always calling us. Harold just wants to do more of what he's doing. How about for you? Like if you don't I, have to worry you know about what? booking stuff or whatever, what, what is it? What yeah, would that's it be? a great question, Faith. Thank you. I think it's, you know, it is, it's really more. I mean, one of the mm -hmm. things that's been an amazing gift, I mean, as much as this pandemic has been so awful and weird, mm -hmm. the amazing gift for me was I, I just, truly was not a technical person at all. And so one of my friends what? said, you know, this, this pandemic is going to cure you of your technophobia. And the fact that I learned how to do Zoom and do breakout rooms and do people from all over the world coming on my, you know, I want to do more of that. And I've also, in this last year, written a ton of songs. I started yeah. to do weekly, uh, weekly writing sessions with uh, Gary Lynn Floyd, if you all yes. know him. Oh, we know and love him. Yes. Oh, I love him. <laughs> and we just started to just say, hey, let's just, you know, let's see if this works. And we wound up writing a bunch of stuff. I have some songs we've written with Amy Bishop, too. Wow. And so we just started writing. And so I've got, you know, between, you know, the, Gary and Claudia and hopefully Faith will get some new stuff. I've got to, I've got to record some stuff we've written. Um, I just want to record. I want to put some Me new music too. out in the world. I really yes. want to do that. It's just been really dormant. And I got really depressed when I didn't know mm -hmm. what to do next, like because mm -hmm. CDs aren't really the thing anymore. Mm -hmm. So I just got really depressed around. I don't have a format in my mind of what, mm -hmm. how to do this. Yes. And, you know, I have to just look at the act as if, you know, just put out one song yes. at a time. Just yes. do, you know, whatever it is, just, just do it. Stop. I mean, I have a song called Just Do It and it says, just do it, stop <laughs> talking about it, just get yeah. off your butt and do it. So well, I'm with you. I was yeah. right in my shower before here thinking, I really want to do this song, but I really want that producer. Am I going to pay $1,800 for, you know what, like in the logical sense? And I'm like, yeah. well, that's what's for my with. art, you know, yeah. for my art to feel, the, to, to know this song is realized and out in the world. And I need to just be okay of just keep saying yes and just just do it. But maybe yes. not for eighteen hundred. <laughs> no, we'll we'll talk. We'll talk. It's also very much. Let's go back. We're always talking about the solution on this show. We are not in the how business. Yes, We're here to true. say yes. We are not here about okay. the how because every time we set up the how, God says, "Really? Okay, let me show you something." <laughs> you know, you want to make God laugh. 
you know, showing your plans. Show but me I'm just saying, something, God. But, yeah, I want to record a lot. But the how is not a. We're not about yeah, the how. It's true. Just set the intention. Yeah. Yeah. David and it always Alton works out better. David Alton and I wrote a song a long time ago that we did at Asilomar with the choir. That the words are from Ernest Holmes. I am, I am the center of, I am the center of divine attraction. All things, all pure and blessed things, all pure and blessed things come to me now. It was this great fun song. And that's, that's what it's all about. It's like, we just have to set the intention of like, this is what I want to do. I have no idea how it's going to show up, but I'm putting out my intention. So faith, I totally support you in, in getting stuff out. Let's, let's, we can, we can be manifester angels to each other and it will it will and you know back to you said the most healing um impact you got from your music was about self-worth and i think part of it is that you know it's like i'm in hawaii we're working on a new house i mean can i really ask for more and it's like yes i can so i will (laughs) so i will i will Uh, let's see. What other well, questions you, do we you have three for you? Are quite amazing. I, I really can see that you're developing this thing together with the three. There's an energy that's here with the three of you that I see you. So I'm going to tell you what I see is I see retreats <laughs> and workshops it's and an online already. class, an online class yeah. that the three of you would teach. Yeah. And that from that, the people who can't come to your retreat can see you online doing this and, you know, doing it on zoom or whatever. And then uh, retreats. I'd sign up right now. That's I mean, a great right throw on. to. Right you, I love that you. You're throwing it to us, sis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, thank you for throwing it to us because we do have yeah. a placation that's coming up. Mind body yeah. placation that's happening online virtually at the end of the month. And Reverend Jackie, you want to tell them a little bit more yeah. about it? August 28th, you can sign up and it's like Skip said, it is virtual. So you can tune in from the comfort of your home, your sacred space. And uh, for central time, it'll be at 3 p.m. For Pacific time, it's going to be 1 p.m. And 10 a.m. Hawaii time. And it's going to be an immersive. I mean, of course, it's going to be laughter and prayer and music and and yoga. And and, and I I have to bring cheesy grits now. (laughs) And she, to our oh virtual potluck. I'm not sure gonna, how we do that. You know, I'll bring a rice gravy. Biscuits gray. and gravy. <laughs> cheesy grits. Cheesy grits. Jackie will bring cheesy grits. Everybody sing along. Here we go. Cheesy grits. No, cheesy no, no. Grits. No, no, no. So let's give, you have to give props to Karen. Thank you again, Karen. Not only yes. for, um, you know, showing up with us, but the body of your work. And God, it's just so amazing to know it came from you and your mama and that it's your mission. It's happening. And I, I kind of feel fired up, Karen, to like, I'm going to be brainstorming ways to share it with more people because this can bless so many people and change their, um, yeah. their, their ad- not adventure, what their journey, you know? Everything like, changes everything. All, their lives. Everything. Everything. Well, I'll tell you one of the things, the other thing I'm going to offer in the fall is how to write your own chant workshop. That's one of the things online that I've been doing that's so great because when people start to get that they can affirm what's going on in their lives yes. and put music to it themselves, that they, yes. you know, it's either, the, either their own little original tune or use someone else's music and just put these new words to it. It's yes. so empowering. It's just. When is it? Uh, sometime in October. So just have them go to my website and just, yeah. or just me. sign up. I, I'm my... like committing myself or, you know, maybe I'll write with you before then, but still I want yeah. to. No, it's this. really empowering because people who've never written a song and they do this, they get so excited. So yes. yeah. So yeah. it'll, it'll probably be in October. Okay. So everyone yeah. knows. 
hook up more, you know, with Karen on her website for retreats, classes, yeah. writing your own chat. Where can we find the Carol Burnett Tarzan competition? I don't even know if it's still out there. I doubt it. YouTube. It's it's out there. Um, the, that episode is out there. But um, I, I'm very inspired to write my own chant around cheesy grits um, because you, know, <laughs> you just inspired me, sis. I can write a chant around cheesy grits. No, 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 no. <laughs> Karen, you know, he has this great saying, get down with the get down. I'm like, that's a title. Get down with cheesy grits. Get down. No, with I cheese. don't need the grits. <laughs> get down with the get down. Get over the grits. <laughs> To get down with the get down. Um, I am so blessed by this conversation. It's one of probably the most I've laughed in a long time on this show. And Good, um, I just oh want to thank you for bringing your energy and your spirit and what you do on this planet personally has shifted my life. Um, and every time we pick up the offering, uh, we pass the plate, as we say in, in the old school Baptist church, you pass the plate and there you are singing, singing the beautiful words. I am blessed. I am so blessed. Thank you so much. I am so blessed. So thank you for that. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, and I love what you said, Jackie, that it's like I'm one of these people, and it's really true. I'm one of these people that you you probably have heard my stuff, but you didn't know it was me. You wouldn't believe how many churches I've gone to that they go, you're the one who wrote that? Yeah, Yeah, your songs are the New Thought Gospel, the New Thought Hymn hymn book, you know, is composed and filled with your music. Yeah. I'm I'm truly blessed that people use it. I mean, that's the fact that they're using it is just a, a huge gift to me. So I never take that for granted. Let me tell you. And the party doesn't end here, y'all. We're doing an after party over on Facebook Live. Just join our page, which is Voices of Unity 2021. And we're going to broadcast, I would say, maybe about five minutes bio break. And we get to do it over on Facebook. So come over and and join the party and come and play with us. Thank you all for having me. I really appreciate your, your, it's, I do a lot of these different things. And when it's this fun, I looked up at the clock and went, you're kidding, we're done. (laughs) So. It's because of all because of the three of you. You've got a great energy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. All right. Thank all right, Karen. everyone. Blessings until you. next week, everybody. Next week. See you at the after Bye-bye. party. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you looking for help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm.